did not add us to the scene. Everybody's been just enjoying the background. It's been the background and us talking. Sorry about that, guys. Um, that was my weekend. That's what that's what I did this weekend. Last weekend, I uh, was finishing up the, the, the Lego ship. Nice. Whoo. And uh, next week, we will not be on Monday night, uh, as I will be uh, in, in paradise. I will be at Galaxy's Edge, going to Batu, Star Wars, Disneyland for me, or is it World? Which one's I'm That's World. I'll be in Disney World. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. I'll be in Disney World with my youngest uh, kid. We're going down. Uh, we're leaving uh, Monday afternoon. Stay until Friday. So that's that's gonna be fun. I'll have, that'll be a fun show to talk about when I get back and show my lightsaber. Sweet, enjoy. I'm like super excited. Um, all right. Oh, but we're gonna be a week behind on the Loki finale, so we'll see. Maybe uh, I'll maybe I'll finally record something. Yeah, maybe I don't know. We'll see how tired I am. Maybe I'll pop in for. I'm bringing my laptop. Maybe I'll pop in. Maybe ten minutes. We'll see. See how I feel. See how the no, Wi-Fi right. is at the caribbean resort maybe, maybe we'll hit something early and uh talk about loki before you leave the caribbean resort Ooh, spending a little money now oh, look at you i know and and look at me with the preparedness today um since i was talking about disney disney is about to uh assume full control of hulu they did not have it right now no so comcast still owned about 30, 30 oh that's right so Disney is going to drop $8.6 billion to, to take full control of Hulu. So now they will own all of Hulu and its library, Breeze, okay. and Disney Plus. So here's where I, here's what I don't understand. Disney has been taking shows off of Disney Plus for months now. Yeah. Cost-cutting measures. Yes. And now they just bought out the rest of Hulu from Comcast, which is a whole other streaming platform with lots of stuff streaming plus live TV. Yeah. Do they merge the two platforms? I don't think yet. No, I don't think you no, see no. a. Uh, I don't think you see a Max situation where Discovery Plus and HBO joined into one, into possibly the most convoluted app to ever try and navigate in your life. It's this isn't going to be um, like this isn't going to be into effect until sometime next year in 2024. But at some point you figure they got them. Do, do they have to merge them? Like, so what's like where I don't, I don't think so. I mean, they have very different purposes. Well, yeah, they, right? they, I think I think you continue guarding the Disney brand and the, and the, the Marvel Star Wars and those things. You leave Fox out on its own. Right. And all of the TV components, because I mean, one of the benefits of Hulu is always, you know, day after Hulu got the streaming rights from everybody, we'll see if that continues mm -hmm. uh, with like the NBC content. I know that we had we had talked about this like way, way back when it happened. It feels like years and years ago that this also could give them the opportunity to put R rated stuff out. Over there on Hulu without having to clutter up disney plus with r-rated stuff well but they have the different profile where it doesn't even show up unless right. you have that set up on your profile so but you can dodge it fairly easily on disney there's a couple of there's a couple of of uh tv ma r-rated stuff coming out that's going to end up being on disney plus but i'll get there later well yeah um, they added it when they added all the next netflix shows they created that, a, a tv ma right but well, setting on 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 uh, Disney Plus, right? Um, Dom, as far as the lightsaber color, I, I'm not even going to bother with the surprise. I'm getting a blue lightsaber because that's the very first lightsaber I ever saw. The original Star Wars movie, back in the '70s, right there, Luke Skywalker turning on a lightsaber, hearing a story of Ahsoka Tano. Oh, wait, wrong, wrong thing. Um, turning on a lightsaber and, and, and it was the blue lightsaber. Now I am going to buy, uh, other color Kyber crystals. And if I do decide to change out from the blue to maybe a red, I'll make sure I video it and do a whole ceremony because that's okay. how you're supposed to change your colors. Right. Is it, is it, is there a ceremony involved? I didn't know. Well, I mean, the Jedi don't just take it and go, huh, I want that. Well, one. but they only make a red one when they bleed one of the other ones. So you'll have to bleed right. it. Uh, now, my son's getting one. I don't know what color he's getting yet. He won't tell me. So that's 
at least a surprise. And Excited. we're going to get droids. We're each going to get a droid. Wow. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, here we go. In the fun section, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yeah. Remember that, Remember that little movie? Out now. Yeah, yeah. Charles was talking about it a few weeks ago. I still, I still haven't had a chance to uh, catch it yet. No, and, and, we, and I had mentioned before, so when it came out, it made $5.2 million in theaters on a $100,000 budget. That's pretty good. That's a great, great thing. So what do we get in return for that? We get a lot of we get a lot more content. Uh, producer Scott Jeffrey said that there is a Blood and Honey two was releasing February fourteenth, twenty twenty four, Valentine's. Right? Oh, and it's a low enough budget it gets an exemption from SAG after probably. Probably, but that's not all we're getting. Oh, because the uh, the Ewers Revenge, the weird psycho horror. Disney offshoot thing yeah. has its own shared universe now. Oh. So we're going to get Bambi the Reckoning <laughs> shooting in January. And Peter Pan's Neverland Nightmare will start shooting in April. I'm in. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big horror guy, but Bambi the Reckoning sounds like it's going to be kind of off the rails if it goes where i think it's gonna go oh yeah um i think i could put my chips in and see that one yeah it's gonna be cocaine bear for deer phenomenal phenomenal um the the sag after a writer's strike is over but the wait no not yet, no wait the w the strike is over the writer's guild strike is writer's the, guild okay. strike is over the right. they are back to work strike as as of this recording of this podcast, the studios gave uh, the actors their last best final offer, uh, and the actors were looking over it, and they're supposed to make a decision um, at some point soon, but it doesn't sound like they're going to accept that offer, and we're going on, again, as of this recording, 112 or 114 days. Yeah, and it, at that point, if they don't accept this one, there's no reason to resolve it till after Christmas. So. Correct. If they accept this, they have a shot at getting 13 episode seasons out before the end of the year. If not, excuse me, I don't see them. I don't see any reason. Um, but let's be honest. Do we really need the same? Isn't it time to revamp the television seasons anyway? Probably. Because <laughs> has the streaming shot all of those in the ass that there's no real there's no real television is. seasons I anymore? I think it is. I mean, we're we're now three episodes in or maybe four. It might, I think it's three to the uh, through the walk final, right? Phenomenal, by the way. You said, um, well, they just they did callbacks in this last episode and tied up plot lines from like six years ago in the original series. Oh, that's awesome! And like brought back to anybody that's that's seen the original, brought back um, Dwight and Sherry to Sanctuary. Shroot? Nope. Nope. Back to Sanctuary where uh, all of the horrors happened to them from, from Negan and all of those pieces and gave them some closure there and let the story start moving forward. But they're they're doing really cool things where they're tying stuff back around. I think it helps having these condensed seasons, right? Only doing yeah. eight episodes and they do two halves that are eight episodes that are completely um contained for the most part they tie back in you know and do art large larger arching things they like tell us full story in eight episodes i think do eight episodes if you tell a good story but if you do in a series where it's only eight episodes and you spend a lot of time walking and looking at scenery and not filling out your story then it's not worth your six or eight episode season yeah, I'd say your content and the way the Fear of the Walking Dead is doing, the amount of content you get per episode mm -hmm. is greater than what we got in an entire season of Ahsoka. Yeah, that's depressing. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's just great writing. And they, they, they're utilizing these rich histories of the characters, not being like, hey, did you see all these things? Like, no, we're going to take 30 seconds and explain to you exactly what happened and why this is important. <laughs> oh, look, that didn't take that long. And now we're going to act emotionally about the things that happened and make you buy into the characters that they actually care about these things. And right. then we're going to progress the story again after that. Right. You know, it's like revolutionary, like actually telling a story. On it's amazing. 
It's amazing that they actually do it. Um, and they did the same thing last week when they brought back a handful of characters. They brought back Luciana and Charlie last week and, and did some great work there and strand the week. So this is week four then. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, it's so good. So good. Um, and Doom Patrol's only got one episode left. For good, right? That's the that's a series. I believe reality. so. Okay. I mean, it is definitely in James Gunn's wheelhouse, but this season, this last half of this season has been a blast. Because they just don't care. I mean, they haven't cared in, in like three years on that show. Well, um, that's what happened. That's what happens with Legends Tomorrow. They like after the first season where they tried to be all super serious and then they went, you know what? Screw it. Let's go have fun. Yeah. Doom Patrol is like Legends of Tomorrow on crack. Like, oh, just nice. the, oh, my God. The wildness and inappropriateness of every single episode is just out of control. Brendan Fraser's great. Matt Bomer's great. They keep finding a reason to put them back in live action, even though they're not technically live action right. on the show. Right. They're just voiceover. Mm-hmm. But they keep finding a reason to bring those actors to actually show up on the show for, for times here and there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. Um, The Last of Us season two is tentatively mm. set to start filming in early 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, despite all the speculation that's out there, no key players for season two had been cast during the season one production, um, according to showrunner uh, Craig Mazin. So that's tentatively scheduled to start. Um, a new Prison Break show is in the works for Hulu. Uh, written pro- yeah. No. Well, wait. This is going to be written <laughs> and produced by um, Elgin James who did the Mayans and was, was a big part of, of helping the last couple of seasons with sons of anarchy. So this is going to be a new chapter set in the world of prison break. Um, at the time of the writing, it's not set to feature either of the original two stars. Well, they're both like in their seventies. So that that's probably for the best. Well, yeah. I mean, Wentworth Miller, you know, I mean, there's that. Um, do you know about the five nights at Freddy craze? Are yeah. you, my kids it? have been in it for 10 years. Okay. So my, my kids, my kids loved it too. Um, my son actually uh, has had taken on Facebook for a little while with a couple of posts um, with the critics that were, were totally bashing it. And my son who my oldest son, Frankie loves five nights of Freddy and jumped to the defense of, you know, how it's kind of like me. How can you judge something? You've never played a game, right? you know? So apparently um, the movie surpassed 200 million uh, worldwide this week uh, with international viewership driving its box office success. Uh, domestic viewership stagnated because the movie was available on Peacock and it shrunk the uh, domestic box office opportunities. I agree with that. I, I was I don't understand why they released it on Peacock the same time when it came out, like right before holiday Halloween weekend. Didn't make sense to me. No, it sounds that sounds kind of like a dumb thing to do. Um, Unless I, it was to drive Peacock, Peacock of Supercruise, but you didn't need like the full no. boat to see it anyway. So I didn't, I never played the game. I know they, they played the game and it's like you're a security guard and you're doing a lot of se- stuff with security cameras and stuff. But apparently the movie's like way better than that if you're, if you're into it. Yeah. I started the guy from, uh, yeah, uh, Hunger Games. Um, the guy from, from, uh, still from Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. That kid. Yeah, that Peta. Peta? Mm-hmm. Petra. Petra. Petronomi. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, look, whatever. I mean, I, it's it's the same. Yeah, my kids both said it was great. They had a blast. I, yeah. I did not watch it yet because I've been insanely busy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Highlander reboot is actually going forward with Henry Cavill. Okay. Uh, director Chad... Stahelski has confirmed that all of the original Queen songs will return. I'm down for that. Uh, uh, I don't even need them re-recorded. He said they won't be used in the same way. They're going to use them in a different way, but he won't say anything more. Okay. Which, okay. That's that's kind of cool, I guess. Right? I mean, that, they, yeah, look, the soundtrack from the originals. That's a great album. Sensation. From Queen, so. Um, my favorite show that I'm going to have to rewatch to catch up on. Mm. <laughs> Yellowstone season five, part two. Oh yeah. Finally has a release date of uh, November, 2024 at this point in time. Uh, after long delays between uh, the strike and the, the beef between 
Taylor Sheridan and Kevin Costner and no time to film it and divorce proceedings. They're finally going to get to the last half of, of uh, season five. They've been showing it on CBS and it's had a 136% viewer increase since they started showing it on CBS. Like it opened it to a whole new world. Yeah, yeah. which is crazy. Right, but, but I guess they finally can hit their target audience that doesn't have Paramount. Right. Or you didn't know how to find the Paramount. Because my mother never knew how to find the Paramount Network, and she has it. I don't know if she watched Yellowstone yet. Um, you know, she okay. could comment if she did. Um, but she started some of the other ones, but it was the, the struggle between the Paramount Network and CBS and where to find it. And then they moved some of the stuff to the app, but actually Yellowstone streamed on Peacock, but not on Paramount. But the spinoff shows only streamed on Paramount. So, you know. They had some things um, that made it a little not as accessible as they would have liked. And they have their new show, The Legend of Bass Reeves. I yeah. think they announced some spinoffs, too, to go with this, didn't they? There's, there's But they are announced. They did announce 1944. They did announce. That's where it's 1944. And then there's another one. Yeah. 2023. Which is just Yellowstone. So I don't know what, what's... It's basically <laughs> Yellowstone without Kevin Costner is what they can call it. Yeah, which I guess they just waited filming long enough that uh, I, we're now going to... That's in the future of the timeline. So right. it's okay. It's, there's no way Kevin Costner's character survives after all the bullshit. <laughs> no, whatever. That's going to be a hate killer. His long lost brother's going to show up and it'll be Matt McConaughey. Um, before, before I... You laugh. I, that's 100% what's going to happen. I... You're, oh, Uncle Timmy, we haven't seen you in so long. It's my ranch now, kids. Blah, blah, blah. I caught up on Yellowstone. Just in time for them to not film a new episode for a year and a half. It's great. Wow, you were riveted the whole time anyway. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hate finish watching this. <laughs> um, before I go before I go to the, the, next, the next big thing I have, um, I just want to take one second out. And I want to thank the Philadelphia Eagles for trying their hardest to give that game away last night in the fourth. They really did. They did everything in their power to try and hand the Cowboys a win in that fourth quarter. I mean, they gave the Cowboys 75 yards on the last drive. People blame the refs. It wasn't the refs. It was dumb penalties by the Eagles. That's all it was. It just and the fact that the the brotherly shove gained more yards against the Cowboys than it does against normal. Like they pushed the one time and they got like four yards instead of like two or three. I'm cool with that. Um, and apparently t the two Cowboys broadcasters for their home radio station were crying and whining up a storm about how that uh, play needs to be banned. Yeah. So thanks Jack. Thanks Jack for your comment. That's it's uh it's valid. It's valid. Yes. Love them. Love the McGinty. Um, okay. I watched Gen V to completion. So when did you start Gen V? I watched the very first episode right almost when it came out. And then I stopped. And then I went to Eureka. Yeah. I, I, I spent some time in Eureka. I got all the way up to season five of Eureka. There's only five seasons of Eureka. Before I started Gen V, I woke up Saturday morning or Sunday morning, and I was like, you know what? Daylight saving time screwed me all up. I'm up earlier. Um, no, not Gen V. Gen with a G, Jack. Gen V probably used to come out to see the Rockets once upon a time. Um, ow, that hurts, Dom. We did, actually. We did. <clears throat> we we did we did mention that the Phillies lost, and that's why we're not playing the song ever again. Um, I did. I spent Sunday morning and I got through all five episodes that I didn't watch. And once again, I'm sorry I didn't watch it in real time. Because <laughs> the cliffhangers were so good. Yeah, that would have driven me nuts. Um, I thought it was some of the best writing and some of the best TV um, that I've watched. And True to the boys' fashion, there was so much grotesque crap. Um, but it was all in context. Like, none of it was just gratuitous for no reason. I think 
I think the showrunner, what's it, Eric Kripke, right? Yeah, the guy that I, did Supernatural. Yeah, I think he hates penises. <laughs> I just, I think he hates penises. I really do. Um, so if you have not seen Gen V uh, with a G, Generation, uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive into that a little bit because um, I got I got I got some stuff with that. What what did you think? Now that you can, well, finally- no, 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 you finally watched it. So is that all your thoughts on it? it? I mean, it's it was. I didn't expect it to be that good. I really didn't. I thought I it would thought be I was lying to you. So no, sad. but I thought it would be like full of cameos and like leaning on the boys thing. And like, they really didn't feel like the cameos that they had were sprinkled and they really done well. And they didn't lean on like, they didn't lean on the big soups. They, they focused on the college kids and it really, but they also expanded their whole world in, in such a major way that, that this is now going to take place. Season four is going to take place today at the end of the series. Yes. This season two is coming now. And they did say you will not have to have watched this to watch season four of The Boys. Right. However, there will be some really nice payoffs. Right. If you have watched Gen V. So did you re- did you stay did you see the extra the, the mid credits thing? I missed that. Yeah, the one with Billy Butcher. Yeah, I totally missed yeah. that. I had to go watch that at, on YouTube. Yeah, it's quick. It's just him yeah. going and looking, and then he says, you know, something cunts, and that's what he does. And you know, um, so so the creator basically said that he wants to keep the timeline uh, super simple, uh, like cars on a train rather than a plate of spaghetti. I don't know if he's John Marvel with that. Or... I mean, so for all of the shots to be making, but we'll talk about that later. What? I mean, you liked it, but now you can finally like open up a little bit. Yeah, look. So I mean, it's it's so refreshing to watch a show, and it's the same thing I was saying earlier about Fear the Walking Dead. Like, watch a show that like gives you a setup and a payoff, and a setup and a payoff, and a setup and a payoff, and might might set stuff up for the future. Cool, but they're gonna tease those throughout and not make you go, "Oh, I can't wait to see that." I hope this is that, and this and the other thing. And then you never get the payoff. Um, all the all the twists, I didn't see half of them coming. No, I, I um, which I, was I refreshing. Did. You know, the, like the the big bads and and who changed around. I didn't I didn't see any of the directions they ended up deciding to go with it yep. um, up front. I thought it was great how they took these powers, and you see, you know, the the difference that every power has a price, right? And we we kind of delve into that in the boys some. They kind of ignore that in Marvel and DC because otherwise you can't have your character for a hundred years, right? Um, but you get like, hey, I have the power to do these cool things, but every time I do it, it's causing blood vessels in my brain to burst, and I'm eventually going to become a vegetable, right. right? Like you get stuff like that, or every time I do it, this happens. The fact they brought back the senator or the vice president nominee now and tied that in. And pulled in. Hey, you have the same power set as I do. Like, oh, that's what, that's how your powers work. You don't just explode heads. Okay, now they now they get in the backstory and explain the whole thing. And neither one of those characters, um, or the older version, are in the comics. So they're specific to the show. Okay. Um, you know, we got the great stuff with uh, Tech Knight that they teased before. Oh yeah. But you get this unsolved mystery guy that comes in and like used to be a hero and they made him just as problematic as he was in the comics. Not quite as problematic, actually, as he was in the comics, because in the comics they address, um, hey, Batman, why do you have all these young boys that keep working for you? <laughs> so uh, Tech Knight, they address that in the boys comic. Uh, oh, and Tech Knight has some uh, some young squires that were part of his crew that age out. And then he replaces them with a new young boy. And you can imagine where that goes, given his proclivities. Right. I was going to say, is that why they, they kind of showed him. He has that one too. Like in the comics, like tech Knight is a very complicated character, Um, but there's still tons of characters from the, uh, like there's the G men and the, uh, like all those things they haven't introduced yet that were in the comics. Um, but yeah, I just I thought it was really smart the way they wrote it. It was it it was college focused, but didn't have to be. The power sets were pretty cool. You know, they explored all of the 
all of the things that hit that this younger generation and all of the social uh, norms and social changes and cultural and gender things and all of that and not in a like, let me smack you around in the face with the kind of way, just like this is what it is. And they just go keep going. Right. And they play into the story and they pull it out. But it's, it's not like the focus of it. The focus is telling this great mystery. I I like the fact that it's basically set in our world <clears throat> and it's not these it's basically our world. And what would happen if people today had superpowers with the whole thing with Vought and the money and the fame and the and and all of that stuff is such a nice spin on because you don't get that with Marvel and you don't get that with DC. It's like it's understood mm -hmm. Batman's rich and he's just gonna buy everything. But this is this is showing you like the actual human side of what happens if actual real humans are superheroes and are run by a corporation. It's I, I right. think it's fascinating. Or if they're kids that all realize that their parents yep. sacrificed whatever chance at a normal life they would have for a yep. couple hundred thousand dollars or a couple thousand bucks or whatever it was just for the chance. Now, um, Kripke gave an update on the release date of the boy season four. He said that editing is mostly done and they're working on music and visual effects and all the marketing people are getting lined up and ready to just kind of go. And I think that's probably going to slow down a little bit. Um, marketing wise, if they're not able to, if the actors aren't able to talk about anything because their the actors are going to comic cons and they're not allowed to talk about anything. And yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if they need to do the advertising for the boys. I think they'll be fine. They could just share the commercials on, on, on what you call it. Yeah. They can just drop the trailers in places and do your social media campaign. And you'll be fine. Um, what do you think of your, your cameos though? You did say, mention the cameos. You got yeah, a soldier so, boy cameo. So yes, the soldier boy cameo was hysterical. It was great. Um, and I mean, you expected Homelander to show up. And that ending was like, holy shit. Right? Like, what kind of power does, um, uh, what was her name? Mar Mar Marie. Marie. What kind of power does she have that she took that blast full on? Well, I think that's soups, right? They do, in general, they have an increased, they do have increased strength and. Yeah, but. And I endurance mean, and, uh, you know, constitution across the board. Yeah, but that's I mean, that's Homelander's supposed to be she's she's more powerful than Homelander, really. We'll see, and maybe maybe the vice president is too. We'll see how it plays off. But yeah, I th you know, and now we have our our core four group cuz yep. I'm I'm dying to see what happens with Emma. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That, she, that actress is great and the way she played She's phenomenal. Played the the thing, and now all of a sudden, maybe she can use her powers without having to do the consequence of purging to shrink and eating to grow, like crazy stuff. That no, was it. Was uh, it, it absolutely is one of the top five shows I think that I've seen this year. Easily, easily. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not start Invincible yet. I know it's there. They only released what one or two or one one. Long, right. one long episode though. It's like I'm not almost gonna an watch hour. That film, but I'm definitely not going to watch that before I go away to Disney. When I come back, I'll probably catch up that weekend if I can. Well, then you'll be on episode three. You're not it's still right. like all, so. Problem with Invincible and due to production delays and COVID and whatnot and all this, you know, yeah. whatever. They're only releasing four episodes now and then four episodes in like a couple months. So you know, then we fall into the the problem of okay, well, it's it is eight episodes. Great, they can tell a tighter story, um, but also they're only releasing four and then we have a break like what the yeah just drop it in a week after week is fine it you don't need to drop it just to keep interest people are interested yeah and look and it's it's right back where it was like the show is just as good the writing's just as good as it was the storylines are just as good as they were in season one so i i highly recommend i i enjoyed the first episode um and yeah like i said it picks up right where it dropped off good good um over in the dc world Couple of a couple of little DC things here, real fast. Um, Nick Cage. Um, yeah. Nick Cage did not fight that spider in uh, the Flash movie. Yeah, that does not surprise me. No, no. Um, so what Nick Cage said was, is when I went to the picture, it was me fighting a giant spider. I did not do that. That was not what I did. I don't think it was created by AI. I know Tim Burton is upset about AI as I am. It was CGI. 
so that they could de-age me and I'm fighting a spider. He said, I didn't do any of that. So I don't know what happened there, but I get where Tim's coming from. I know what he means. It's basically him saying how he's really unhappy with the, with AI and what AI is doing. And the fact that he went in, he put on the costume. They took some pictures, I guess, maybe a little film. And then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all the footage they had was the screen test that's in the Superman Returns. No, I think he actually went in and put the costume on again. Maybe. Mm. I, it, doesn't, that's, it doesn't actually, it doesn't sound like. I don't know. It's pretty blurry. Yeah. You know, it, it looks like uh like this the cameo there the um I don't know if you watched Superman the story behind it the, the yeah. oh I did it was great yeah the doc- that it looks like the footage from the documentary yeah of him and and it, and he's there you know it, this AI thing is a huge stickling point in the actors and their strike right. um luckily so- all, Nicholas Cage almost only does uh low budget films now so he can uh well you know get a get around it. Um, in, in another shocking bit of news, Superman and Lois is officially ending with season four. We, we were pretty sure it was going to end, um, but now they have basically said, yeah, after this 10 episode run in 2024, that's it. Um, it's a wasn't shame. It shortened, I think it was shortened again, wasn't it? Or it was a short, it was shortened to it 10 from 13. That's right. Then it was shortened. Now it's 10. And they fired like eight of the and stars. They, they made the entire cast recurring except like four of them. Yeah. Um, just the just the core family they kept as the four actual the stars and everybody else's guest spots. And Lex. Lex is, is series regular for ten episodes. Yeah. Um look, I enjoyed the show. I thought it was I thought it was it, it, it got good. It did get a little bit too CWE towards towards parts. Yeah. Um, but I like them as Superman and Lois. I really thought they, they did a really good job. He did a great job. Yeah, I could I I I I <laughs> We'll see. I feel like I would have preferred it to be canceled <sighs> at the yeah, end of season wow. three than to give me a shitty season four because it was so strong through three. Yeah, it really. Was. I'd rather not have a poorly told season four. Um, the Penguin TV show with Colin Farrell. From sure. The Batman movie. Nine years. In, it, I say nine years in the making. You know, the <laughs> Batman only came out last February. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like that movie was like forever ago. Yeah, like not even two oh. years yet. Well, this spinoff's delayed to 2024 in the fall, um, most likely because of the strikes. Well, due to the strikes, um, the show's going to pick up one week after the ending of the Batman. If you don't remember that, you'll have to go back and watch nope. the Batman. Never watching it again. Um, it's nine hours. I'll never get back. Exploring Oswald's role in the criminal underworld as Batman poses a bigger threat to the villains in Gotham City. Uh, the Penguin will introduce new characters such as Sophia Falcone, uh, and there are rumors that Robert Pattinson's Batman may make an appearance. Didn't we get Sophia Falcone? We haven't. We got her in um, Gotham, the Gotham show that was mm. better. I look, I like the Batman movie, but no, I won't ever watch it again either. I can't. I can't. No, it's so long. It, it's really long. It was good. Sure, but um, if, you're into, if you're into emo guys that aren't very smart, well, no. Um. <laughs> And and the last little little DC thing is a little bit more of a funny thing. It's kind of a, a cross, but uh, you sent me the link for it, and I had already watched it myself. But the Ryan Reynolds commercial um, with Grant Gustin, <laughs> absolutely awesome. Couple of little job. couple of little meta jokes in there. Yeah, you'll always be my Barry. You'll always be my Hal. It hurts. And, <laughs> I, it is it was really 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 funny commercial. Um, I mean, Grant Gustin looks awful because I didn't know who that was. He, uh, but he's starring in Water for Elephants on Broadway now. So. Yeah, he's starring in I ha- I don't need to work for a while. I just got done ten years on a TV show. I'm gonna chill and let yeah. everything grow. But yeah, he is. He's starring in a in a Broadway show, so he looks better now. No, no, he still looks like that. Does he really? I just watched the video of uh oh, of him recording songs for the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh God, Which how are you gonna go on Broadway like that? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's he. That's actually how he looked with he, full beard, must like long beard and mustache yeah. and uh, and longer hair. He that's how he looked every off season. Then he cut it all to come back to the Flash. I, he can finally grow a beard, so good for him because there was a lot of seasons where it was not there was not was, much going on. No, no. I know a lot of people that can't grow the yeah shut up the piece there. Um. All right, over to Marvel World. Unless there's anything you have. Well, in between, I sent the one. It, it, it's oh. rumored that Mark Wahlberg. That's right. Is going to retire from acting. So if he retires, he who, do we, who do we pick as Sully? Um, 
That's a good idea. Uh, so according to this, uh, Tom, I Robert feel like Danny, now I got to go to his uh, Instagram. Robert Downey Jr. could be a potential Let's choice to play Polly. Dom, who's excited about this? Grant Gustin's wife is is uh, she's a fitness trainer, I think, if I recall. Yeah, she is hot. Um, <laughs> so Robert, da I mean Robert Downey Jr. playing against Tom in an Uncharted movie could really be good. They have really good chemistry. He could. I feel like it would be. And and here's the other here's the other choices that this the screen rant uh, potential actors gave. Brad Pitt. I don't see him doing it. I think he would be a good Sully, actually, because think of I think he'd be a great Sully. Sully and think of uh, his character from uh, Ocean's Eleven. Oh, I think he'd be a great Sully. I just don't think he would do it. Um, Nathan Fillion would be amazing. I, yeah, hundred percent. Since he should yeah. have been. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nathan Drake. I um, think Nate Fillion is. So perfect. do I. Uh, Pedro Pascal. No. Yeah. Russell Crowe. No. Uh, J.K. Simmons. Maybe. He's too old. Yeah. So well, uh, David. What about David Harbor? Uh, he'd be all right actually, but I think he's too big. Okay. Because Tom Holland is a very, very tiny man. Yes, he is. Uh, um, Brian Cranston. No. Hattenberg? No, I don't think so. Bruce Campbell, um, basically played better? Sully on the show Burn Notice. Oh, okay. Um, which if you didn't, uh, Axel, uh, was his oh. character there. They even did a spinoff movie just with him. Oh my God. He's one of my I favorite characters. Maybe I'll do, maybe I'll watch that. What? Burn Notice. Maybe oh I'll my God. That. Do it. I'm almost, I'm almost done. I'm almost done Eureka again. I'm in for you to watch Burn Notice on rewatch. That's fine. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Okay. Okay. Um, it's Michael Weston. Michael Weston. That's the star of Burn Notice. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, yeah. And before we go to Marvel, uh, Billions ended. Uh, Billions series finale came and went uh, a couple two weeks ago, I think it was. Uh, still, to this day, absolutely one of my favorite television shows. Um. If I could sit down and make a top 10 list, I would. I, I, I don't know how I would be able to actually do it. Billions, Paul Giamatti, amazing. Um, Corey Stoll was phenomenal for the, for the, for the time he was there. Um, uh, what's his name? Damien. Uh, Damien. Yeah, Damien Lewis was, <clears throat> Damien Lewis was great. The final episode was kind of like an Ocean's Eleven type, like all that. And they do that all the time where they like, they do a whole season of stuff, and then when the finale comes, they do flashbacks and show you where you thought the thing was going this way. And again, like, the writing is so good on that show. Um, Maggie Siff from Sons of Anarchy's in it, um, and there's there's just the cast was just really good and it, it, supposedly getting some spinoffs. I saw that. But, yeah, look, I'll I'll catch yeah. up on it. I watched the first two and I think and a half. I feel like season three dragged. It did. They're long episodes. Like and uh, their and hour I, is an hour for a full hour. Yeah. And I couldn't make it through after a handful of episodes because I was like, all right, I see where we're setting stuff up, but I need, I need us to move. Like, let's go. Yeah. Uh, Charles is rewatching Legion on Hulu right now. I know you never watched Legion, Frank. I'm, I'm sure our listeners That's are the Marvel one. Yes. Okay. Um, fantastic show. Um, yeah. It got a little punchy towards the end but there was still it's and it's it was a show that it was because uh i don't know if anybody's picked up on my tv habits but i usually watch later in the night uh legion is one of those shows i would try watching and not be able to make it through every night uh because it is so whacked out and crazy that i had to like watch it in the middle of the day when i was wide awake Oh wow, really? Because it was so nuts that you if you if you stop paying attention for five minutes, you'd be like, I don't know what I'm watching and I have to go back and rewatch this whole episode. <laughs> um Wow. I thought Legion was great. There was some weird choices they made when they did start trying to bring in his dad and the X Men and things like that that got a little weird, but Aubrey Plaza was amazing on it, as well as all the other leads. Yeah. Um so yeah, enjoy oh. Charles. Um so before we get to the uh, to the big Marvel news, 
the Marvels is expected to have a lower box office opening than anticipated, ranking below two of the DC Extended Universe's biggest failures. Um, it's it's looking like it's going to come in around seventy million, uh, falling behind Eternals, Black Adam, and The Flash. I'd be shocked if this does less than The Flash. I mean, look, they said that about the first one. The first one made a billion dollars. So, the first what? Captain Marvel. Yeah, well, the, I mean, with the reshoots and the director leaving the movie before it was finished. I mean, to- what we'll find out is if the movie sucks when it comes out, nobody's going to go see it because that—that right. that is the story behind all of those movies that you said they're just going to do worse than. Yep, they all sucked. So they this one suck. sucks. I don't. So the Eternals seventy one point two. Black Adam 67 and the Flash 55. They're expecting this to come in lower. I mean, and to be fair, the Eternals not as bad. It just nobody knew what to expect. No, whatever we expected wasn't what the movie was, but the movie is actually good on its own. Brie Larson also gets a ton of hate. Yeah. So Um, I don't know. I'm probably taking the kids to see it Friday afternoon. So I won't see it before Disney, most likely. Uh, I, I depends. Maybe Sunday, my kids working. I don't have, I got to drop the dog off. I got to take my mom up and I was going to go see that mission possible thing. that's going on at Frankfurt hall. Yeah. Enjoy that. That's a great cause. It's a sensational cause. If anybody in the Philadelphia area is, is interested, it's a lot of local musicians. Uh, School of rock is doing a set. Uh, a lot of like, a, like a, there's a reaction like a, reunion. You're going to see just the tips playing, uh, which is uh, members of former Mr. Green jeans. You're going to see Rob and Anastasia Groden playing. There's yeah. uh, it's a, and it's, and it's all the, it's, and there's baskets to donate to, 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 to yeah. bid on. And, and, and there's just, it's a great thing. They do it every year. They even did it through the pandemic. They did it virtually. Um, it's an absolutely wonderful cause. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. at Frankfurt hall. All-star acoustic jam. With Mike yep. Thompson and and some guy Ray, some Ray Ray guy. I um, did play Spider Man too. I'm not done it yet. I just started. I finally got through the first Spider Man, which was fucking great. Sorry for my language. The Miles game was okay. It wasn't bad. Just his he's his suits lack, and that took me a little bit out of the game um, because. Uh, I like all the suits and Peter has, you know, Peter's been around forever. So he has tons of more suits. What Insomniac did say was, is that going forward, Miles is the solo is the main Superman. He's going to be the main Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> He's going to be the main Spider-Man going forward for Insomniac, which I think is great. That just means um, his suits are going to get built out. Very nice. I'm, I'm, um, I'm, uh, there, there's venom involved in mine, uh, at this point. And, uh, and uh, a lot of craven stuff, but I, I'm almost, I'm almost done. I'm probably, I just need to dedicate some time. I was just, I was on the road literally for the last eight days. The opening, the openings, the opening was sensational. The opening thing. Was Look, the, the, I, I will say this: the Spider-Man games uh, drive home what we're missing with Marvel. Yep, what uh, the absolutely. movies are missing at this point, and what the TV shows are missing at this point. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um. I I I love the game and and Danny our friend Danny that that we used to do the show with uh texted me on the side and was like don't speed through the game do all the side stuff. It's not a really long game if you're sitting and playing straight through. I think it's shorter than the first Spider-Man, but with all the side stuff uh it you could you could get about 25 hours or so out of it roughly, you know. Um I love doing side stuff like that. I didn't finish it all in the first Spider-Man because I wanted to get to this game, um, which I look, it's a game of the year candidate, but there's so many other good games out there. This is a great year for video games. Yeah, apparently it is uh, is not measuring up to Hogwarts Legacy, though. Really? From uh, what reporting is saying. Yeah, I agreed, Dom, uh, about Aaron Taylor Johnson. Look, th- this told the right story of Craven. This was it, more more akin to Craven's Last Hunt. Don't spoil it. Um, no, that's all I'm going with. Just okay. that that you know this this had Craven is well. You see Craven right at the beginning of the game. Yeah, I um, see. Craven is legit in this one and a bad guy, which nice. is great. Nice. Um, bef- and before I go back to the Marvel, Charles is going to the Philadelphia Toy Con. Uh, December 2nd in Phoenixville. I'd really be interested to hear about that. Um, 
after that, I am going to go do PAX Unplugged. Uh, my son's coming up from Virginia, and we're going to go. He's coming up. We're going to oh, go great. Saturday. That I think it's December 2nd also. Um, Very nice. For, for PAX Unplugged. Um, I really want to get to a couple of these Marvel things before we go to the, before we talk about Loki, the blade stuff. Yeah. Has been, has been ridiculous. Like, I think it's all rumors at this point until the strikes over. We're not going to know. No, but so uh, according to the variety report, the variety did this big article and, and, and maybe we'll go into that next week because we're, we ran, we're, we're running. So, you know, we haven't done this in two weeks. Um, according to the Variety Report, the story at one point morphed into a narrative led by women and filled with life lessons. Blade was relegated to the fourth lead. How do you sign on this actor? And yeah, I, that's why I don't think there's validity to any of these stories. I think that somebody trying to somebody that's pissed off they got fired from the writer's room and yeah. is trying to trying to steamroll and the production. So they brought in a new director. They brought in uh, the director from. Uh, uh, writer Michael Green, who did I forget what he did. He did some. It was um. Oh, you can look that up. I forget what he did. He's a good writer. Yeah. But they put the they set the budget at a hard hundred million. It's a lot of money. So, <laughs> I, I mean, it is. And then there's all the reports that are coming out. Again, I w- I would like to talk about it maybe the next time we do the show. The Echo trailer came out that it was apparently blew everybody away, and it's going to be. Uh, their first TVMA show on Disney Plus. It's also going to be their first uh, Marvel. Uh, I want to say Legacy or Legends or Saga. Uh, yeah, it's something a, it's, they're dropping it as, but it's apparently it's not going to require having seen any other Marvel property, which I I don't buy. I, so they're also apparently not. She's so she's not going to have her powers, and it's going to be a little bit more grounded but it's going to be in the daredevil universe. There's, there's flashes of daredevil apparently in the trailer and Kingpin's heavily involved in it, obviously. And it doesn't look like it's going to have her with her powers at this point. So, I mean, that's I, for all intent and purposes, they were saying that basically this, that well, this her powers aren't crazy. Trashed. No, but they were, they were saying how bad this was or the reviews originally that it was just going to get trashed. And they well, were, we, look, the trailer's great. We still don't know how the story is. That's true. Right? Because the story looks, from the trailer, the story looks like it's an episode worth of story. And it's not long. I think it's five episodes, maybe six. Yeah, five or six. So let's see if they actually give us a storyline. Because, so like, the- I don't need four episodes of Echo backstory because I already got a crap load of Echo backstory in Hawkeye. Right. So this so, is going to be on Disney Plus and Hulu at the same time. Oh, well, it all and it all drops at the same time, so we'll be able and to watch that well, weekend and review on Monday. This is also the first Marvel show available to binge all at once because they like to drip, drip. Right. Which uh, I did watch the new Werewolf by Night in color. Um, it's still fine. Um, <laughs> the last, the last thing before we talk about the Loki stuff, um, She Hulk. Attorney at law, yeah, had a reported budget of twenty five million dollars for a single episode. Sounds right. It's a lot of CGI. Uh, it it could have cost two hundred and twenty five million for that whole show, and the CGI was horrible for it. Um, in most places, uh, Moon Knight twenty four point six million an episode. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Right, not for that money. Um, no, can you imagine dropping twenty five million on a comedy, like a half hour comedy, like She Hulk? <laughs> Secret Evasion cost two hundred and twelve million. Yeah, I mean they didn't. They don't know where they spent all the money. No, but like the Falcon and Winter Soldier had a hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Secret Evasion makes me feel like they spent twelve million on the first seven episodes. In the last episode, they're like, "Hold on, we have all this money. Let's do this cool fight right. with all right. these CGI." Um, Loki season two has a budget of one hundred and forty one million. That's crazy to me that Secret Invasion costs more than Loki. That's probably all to pay pay the stars. Do you have more stars than Loki? That's true, but they're not as high profile as Ben mm. and Sam Jackson and Amelia Clark and is Ben Mendelsohn that high profile. I don't know. 
He was in Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, Olivia uh, Coleman is a get. I'm not going to lie. But yeah. So next next time we we do, we're going to talk about the 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 Jonathan Major stuff. Um, yes, hopefully we'll, we'll have that. more info on that. Yes. So here we go with Loki. Um, the two episodes, right? Two episodes that we missed. What did you think? I, 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 I think this season's better than last season, and I hated last season. You did. Um, but it's still not as good as anything else that I've watched in the last, like, two months. Um, what do I mean by that? So I still don't know what the point of the show is or where we're yeah. trying to get because it is so drug out. Like we we could be at this point in two episodes. Instead, we're just slow rolling every single decision and not giving any like. So uh, obviously, spoilers, and uh, I'm going to tie some four and five in together. You know, we're now we're Loki wants his friends. I'm like, you've been with these people for like a couple days. Like you're acting like they're lifelong friends. You're a god. You're thousands of years old. You've known these people for like two weeks at the most. And you're like, I need to connect back with Aurora, Aurorabus, whatever his name is, who I've known for 20 minutes. Like, I don't, it, there's, there's no emotional gravity to it because they didn't do anything to set it up. You can have the greatest actors in the world, but if the writing sucks, they can't act to anything. Um, that's where I'm at with Loki. Um, and I like, I think Jonathan Majors totally overplays the timely thing. I think we're setting up Ravina, Ravenna to be vicious and great. Um, after what she did to the the, the prisoners. Oh yeah, yeah. With, um, with, with, little, with little Miss Minutes standing behind her, making like the the excited giddy faces. That was such a great little touch. Yeah, and we're still doing um some weird. There's still some weird time loop thing because I still don't know where that Loki that got killed is from. That was let me at Sylvie at the top of the elevator. Yeah. So like, they're still gonna do some time loop thing where they tie it all back. Um, you know, in the next episode, which is fine, but like I, I just only two I, left. No, there's one. One? One what episode. Nope. There's one more episode. That's right. Um, so my problem with it is is I've seen most of this stuff just done better on Doctor Who. So time stuff is real you gotta be out of the park. And I think I said this last time we, we were on a show, right? You have to do it out of the park. Or no, I said it to you in a text. Like, you have to do something really new and innovative and exciting with a time travel story. Otherwise, it's just a bad version of Doctor Who, and that's what this whole thing feels like. Like this, this is six episodes that they would have done in one, maybe two, of a Doctor Who series. It would have been phenomenal. But but they do spaghetti. Sure. But they love spaghetti. They love the spaghetti effect. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's unwinding. That's from. John like Krasinski, the, right? It's like the Instagram. It's like the it's like the Instagram follower with the sepia tone or something. Hey, everything has to be sepia. Um, what did you think? I enjoyed everything up to the last episode. Like I, I kind of enjoyed everything up to the last episode. La last episode was kind of a little unhinged. Like this is this is like an Infinity Stone level event. What's going on? Like they're they're not just messing with themselves. They're messing with all of time and all they're focusing on is them. This is unraveling the entire Maybe. universe. Until he puts right? it back and they don't know, apparently. Maybe. You know. But, I mean, I don't know. It's it's always a problem with these kind of movies that aren't in comic books. Because in comic books you could just draw in everybody and you don't have to worry about right. pros and cost of actors and getting this guy to come over and and there's, there's, you know, next, next time we do this, we'll talk about the, the Robert Downey Jr. and the, and, and, um, uh, Scarlett Johansson possibly coming back. And it's just, leave them alone. But this yeah. show, this show is confusing as to what they're trying to do. It feels like they're trying to shoehorn stuff in at this point, at the end now to get us to a point that's going to jump off. Like they keep trying this multiverse thing and it keeps not working the way they want it to work. It's no, because it's super complicated and took years and, and multiple comic issues to set up. And like, yeah, 
they just don't have the time and it's no. not an easy concept and it's actually not good. Well, it's also not good because they're not utilizing everything that they should have in, in this because they weren't able to. And now you have the fantastic four coming down the line and you have the X-Men coming down the line and you're getting a little bit closer to that, but they're still, they're still pretty far away and and they would work great in something like this, or one would, or... or and- well, you hit the nail on the head earlier. Like, to do the multiversal thing well, it costs a lot of money. Yeah. And they're not and- spending it on... the. They're spending it on effects. They're not spending it on talent to, like, Aren't pop really in and do cameos. Are they really spending it on effects? There's a lot of spaghetti. A lot of spaghetti. There's a lot of spaghetti. Um, you know, that but that's... It, that's what I noticed in the first, like, 10 minutes of Invincible, of this new season. Yeah. I was like, oh, Yeah. Because it's animation, so I can cast whoever I want to do whatever I want. I just have to pay a voice actor, and I just have to draw them in and can have 30 people in this scene. That's what I thought they should have done with Wheel of Time because it was so long and so big, and the actors age out so fast because you have so much time in between, and especially with the, the strike going on, you have so much time in between season one and season two of something that that your actors are aging out of being... Uh, well, one one day you'll watch Stranger Things and see just how bad that is. Yeah, I know. Because this last season of Stranger Things is going to be a disaster from an age standpoint. That's, yeah. I've, I've They're going to be like in their 30s still trying to play 18, 17-year-olds. And none of them are aging well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what's her name? Millie Bobby Brown's aging just fine. Right, um, right. But but the the male kids, are none of them are doing well on the aging front. So anyway, so Loki... Yeah, it's it's still a show. Uh, I, I'm excited for it to be done, and uh, for us to get whatever we get. I guess there's nothing for two months. Then, uh, well, there's the Marvels, so there's I wonder if the Marvels will tie in. We'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, there's the Marvels. There's no Star Wars coming anytime soon, right? We're done with Star Wars for a while. There's no Star Wars oh, till the Acolyte. Right? Is that next year? There's nothing this year. Sure. Who knows? Depending on which rumor you listen to, it got canceled. It's never going to air. Uh, Dom hates the 9 p.m. drop time, which I agree I, with Dom. Do, you don't like it three hours earlier? Um, I would rather it at seven when I'm well, home. But, but before it was midnight. Right. So yeah, hate the fact that it's nine and not midnight. It just feels it feels worse at nine for some reason. I, I agree with him on that. Uh, see, I, I prefer it because then I can watch it and not have to dodge spoilers all day till I have time to watch it Friday. Well, there's that too. Yeah. Because if it drops live for everybody, then great. There's no spoilers if I watch it at nine. You know, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll. I, I'm I'm intrigued to see how it finishes. Um, I feel like I'm going to be completely unsatisfied when we get there. So I feel uh, like this is just a big setup for something else that we're not going to get for two years, and I'm really not going to care by then. Um, because they Marvel is slowing down to a crawl right now with the release schedule and the next round of movies. Don't sound like they tie into this at all. Now, like Captain America, not I don't think it's going to have anything to do with Kang. Thunderbolts, nothing to do with Kang. Nope. Um, what's is there another one in there? I don't there know, might maybe. not be Kang. <laughs> so yeah, we'll 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 talk about that too. Maybe, maybe we'll try and uh, I think I'm I'm gig free next weekend, so maybe we'll try and find time to drop some quick. Stuff if we see the Marvels and Loki before Frank heads out of town, and maybe we'll actually drop a video of that, and we'll drop it at Monday at seven on here too, and uh, you can all I, just hit the comments and tell us what you think. Look, I know it's not exciting, but I am gonna I am gonna drop the 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 Lego build. It's like a fourteen minute video with Clone Wars music, and it's cool to watch the Legos get put together fast. Take take a peek, speed through it, take a peek at different parts just to see how the thing came together. It was really fun. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Charles. What if season two is coming out sometime in December? Oh, cool. Does that look or zombies. No, no, that's another show that's coming out next year sometime. Maybe. I mean, we're still waiting on Spider-Man freshman year that was announced four years ago. So he's not uh, a freshman anymore. No. Spider-Man so. senior year. So thanks, everybody. You know, as Frank said earlier, you can find us anywhere you stream your podcast. Tell a friend, drop us a rating. Drop us a review. Check me out at jackkidmusic.com. You can find Frank at Gimzak on the IGs and probably X somewhere. Maybe not really follow, follow the Instagram for all the Disney pictures coming next week. There you go. And, uh, thanks for finding the geek spot with us, everybody. Good night. Good night.